fadies, thank you for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and this is the third episode in our Arcus backstory arc, in which we dive into the world of Skyland to see what Arcus the Cloud Demon was up to before they got whisked away into Ison. This backstory features Jules Daniel as Arcus, and amazing special guests Troy Malcolm from Season Quest as Zeph, and George Fenn as Fergus Squalor. And a note on the game we are using, it's not D&D in these episodes, we are instead playtesting a game that I made up called D12GO. The rules are being amended in real time as we play, but if you like what you hear and want to try it for yourself, get in touch, and uh, we'll send you the rulebook. You'll need a single D12 to play the game, and why don't you go treat yourself to one of those from our good partners over at MetallicDiceGames.com. If you use the promo code Fate of Ison, you can even get a discount! How delicious! Alrighty, here's a recap. Last time, Arcus, Zeph, and Fergus ventured into the city centre to find and hunt breach monsters at Skyvy League University. After breaking into the library to learn more about the breaching, they investigated a disgusting smell coming from the gymnasium. Inside, they found two tiny rat centaur creatures guarding a stinky yellow puddle. They dealt with the rat creatures effortlessly, before the puddle rose up, revealing itself to be yet another creature from the breach. Yeah, so I, I've, I've tinkered with the rules a little bit since last week, uh, in that now the attacker is not so easily going to receive damage. So we, we had an instance last week where Arcus shot something off at the ooze monster and rolled pretty badly and ended up receiving moral damage to be like oh no i can't do this and because they only have one a limit of one that was enough to knock them out of the fight so basically they're such a spoiled brat that um failing one thing was enough to knock them out um, uh, the slightest inconvenience my greatest enemy <laughs> Yeah, so now uh, the attacker deals damage, and if they succeed by certain levels, and they only receive damage if they if they fail by a big margin, mm. by by if they fail by more than four. Mm-hmm. Cool, sweet. So, does anyone need a refresher for where we were at? Um, we are currently uh, in the gym. Oh, we've gone home to. We're headed back to. We we are at. We're back at Zeph's family household, which he has for the weekend because he paid for uh, his mother to go on vacation. And you were you yep. were creepy as Fergus overhearing our conversation, and that's why you came with us. Um, I th- so yeah, you guys finished the session in the Skyvy League University gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was still up to uh, a vote. As to if you do go back to Zeph's place or if you just stay the night in the gymnasium. Oh, yes, um, that's right. Because Fergus was going to pull some pranks on the uh, on Coach Jim, mm-hmm. the local uh, gym teacher Jen. at the university. Yep. So we were going to get some detail on what those pranks were. Mm-hmm. And Zeph was going to raid a bunch of people's lockers and tell me a list of swag that, that they find. So... If, we'll, we'll resolve those two shenanigans first <laughs> and then decide if you go back to Zeph's or if you stay the night in the gymnasium. Cool. Cool. Uh, so Fergus takes his time and stands at the gymnasium door, uh, just looking at the door. Uh, he's going to open the door and as he does, he's going to cast a small amount of shadow magic to move the ink that's on the uh, glass on the door to Windbutt. 
uh, he comes, uh, walks into the door. Uh, he's gonna ask at the moment because he's he didn't secure it. Uh, can I? Uh, I want the rat box. If we've still got that. Yep, we've got the rat box. The the box with the rat centaur in it. Yep. Yeah, I want it. Can I have it? Yeah, that's inside me. You you want it? Uh, Arcus, you you told me to look after this. Did you want me to give it to Fergus? I know you t- said no. I did say no, didn't but I? But you've had some time to think about it. Why? Why do you want it? I want to just put it on his desk as a decoy prank for the real prank. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. We're taking the rat to its final burial place. We're going to throw it back into the great puddle in celebration of Skyontology and the water cycle. Fergus is very morose because he's already asked and, you know, he's been through this before. Uh, he's going to think about how great it would be if only he could leave some uh, dead centaur rats uh, on the desk. Although this doesn't stop him. Uh, at this point, he leaves and he goes and he tries to find the beep test machine. I remember because Zeph mentioned wishing, to, you know, that they could have the, the beep test. So I figured there must actually be a beep test machine in here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there is. It's basically the magic fantasy version of a, like a boombox. Of like a tape deck. Yeah, cool, nice, awesome, cool. Um, I'm sort of imagining like a like a box with like made of maybe made of like pipes and like small bits of like wind like shoot through it and like go, Whoo! you know. Um, yeah, I like that. The, the beats of... are actually made made with wind. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to take the, the object with the beat test machine. I want to take it into put it onto his desk, and then I want to use a dark. Uh, magic incantation to uh, <laughs> use like the, the you know the, the the essence of the beep test machine object and permeate it into the shadows in his room so whenever there's shadows the beep test will begin playing at uncertain increments <laughs> i like this especially because it's like evening time or it's night time for you guys so the room is shadow mm. now so it's going to start immediately make a brains roll and add your dark magic skill and the plus one for your dad's sky snake wand. Um, I saw Zephyr get frustrated at the fact that I mentioned the water um, sky soul sky. No, I tried to say cycle and sky at the same time, but it didn't quite mesh that way. Well. So yeah, the the wa- water skycle because that's how we're making puns in this episode. Apparently, just <laughs> putting sky in there. Okay, so Fergus is showing me a one. Yep. So with my brain, that is a three. That is a miserable failure. Cool. Wait, so that's with with brains oh, no, plus you're right. dark magic. That's actually still five. Plus, plus the one. Uh, plus the one that is six. Yeah, that's true. Six is still a failure, Woo. but it's not a miserable failure. <laughs> so you, so you just try to do this and it doesn't work. And then you woohoo. I. I decided, I reluctantly tell myself I should just settle with the, the wind butt and remorsefully leave the office. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't put the beep test back though. I don't, yeah. Okay, you use dark magic for the wind butt prank as well, right? Uh, I did, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this, because that's a much lesser prank mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's, it's going to involve a lot less, do the same thing but with a plus three in addition because it's more likely to succeed. <laughs> It's a total of 17. That's a huge success. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to enchant it, particularly in a way that whenever he looks at, at uh, whenever he next blinks, you know, I mean, I'm thinking like the shadow of the inside of his eyelids, right? That sort of, you know, when 
when the when the sign sees that, the sign will like swap back. So he'll always see it for the first time, blink and shock, and then it'll disappear. Uh, yeah. So he's just going to be haunted by. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's perfect. That that will mess with his head. Yeah. Because uh, he'll never be quite sure if it if it says what he thinks it says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what it's going to say? Windbutt. <laughs> wind butt i love it um okay and zef how is your rummaging for items i found a couple of things that might be of interest i'm not entirely sure which one i should keep on me but i found a magnifying glass three potions and a sock that contains an object that i could use as a weapon right heavy sock weapon a heavy sock weapon yeah now you said i could keep one of these didn't you the potions would be helpful because Arcus is useless. Mm. <laughs> I have hugs, okay. That... <laughs> the magnifying glass is going to help in super specific situations. I don't know if this is that situation. And the sock weapon sounds helpful. So I think I'm going to go with the sock weapon. You would. But I think, Brad, you should choose what goes in the sock. Um, I would like the rat centaur's body to go in the sock. No. <laughs> you can't say that that was already in there in the locker. It has to be something that was already no. in the locker. Um, okay, so it is a sock and it has inside it a um, moldy piece of the, this world's equivalent of fruit. <clears throat> and you can get a plus one to attack with it, but it'll only go three. It'll only be good for three attacks before it bursts <laughs> and it becomes a sock full of juice. Uh, love, stock full of juice is actually what I want it to be, so I hope to use that quickly. <laughs> so yeah, right right there you got a plus one and three uses. Yeah, I got can that you, down. Can you tell <laughs> what fruit it is? Definitely not. You guys can make that up. In a bit of world building here. What, what type of fruit do you think you would have in a world where people don't really need to eat, nor is liquid really a thing for long? But it could have been brought over in one of the purges or something. I mean, breaches. Yep. It could be a, yeah, a breach fruit, like a, a, a some sort of invasive biology from the from the from the breach hole. Okay, so this has been around since at least last year. Someone's growing them after it, they were introduced <laughs> in a previous breach. It would be pretty cute if it was an apple. It would. Maybe be. they're like a big import. Everyone's Cloud like, apple. oh my god, like a fruit? We don't have those. Wow. Yeah. And it's a fancy university. So that fruit is definitely like a gift from like a distant relative to like... And they put it in the sock to be safe because that's what you do with all of your like antiquest um, items. You put them in a sock and then you save them until the antique roadshow comes along. I can't wait to protect Arcus with my apple socket. Um, okay, so yeah, where where are you at on the decision of where to spend the night? Here at the gymnasium, um, or heading back to Zeph's place? Is the beep test playing? Can we hear that? <laughs> um, I'll leave that up to Fergus. What it, what he did with the beep test machine after failing the spell? So the spell failed. Yeah, I would like to imagine that I had to turn it on, but it's probably still going. Fergus probably would want to walk straight out of that gym, but you know, you know, maybe he won't. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I think seeing Fergus leave would make me want to just follow immediately. Yeah, because I like burst through the door and, and curse my father's name. Dubious! <laughs> Why was I not named Dubious? Why was I named Fergus? 
all the other all the other sons in my family were called Dubious, and I was the only one called Fergus. Uh, I, I yell, uh, harrowing in the sky. If only I could somehow become, uh, you know, more of a. If I could become dubious in my father's eyes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the dynamic of the family you're inventing. <laughs> it's so dysfunctional. If Fergus is just like going out and shouting at the sky, like, "Notice me, Papa, Papa." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Notice yeah. me, Papa, Papa. Notice me. Mm-hmm. I love you, Papa. I think I think Fergus like is like you know he'll storm out, and then he'll just be like, like start brooding. I imagine I'm sort of out by like the water fountain or like the cloud, but you no, know, like the equivalent. You know, I'm out there sort of by the cloud fountain. You know, just like yeah. brooding. Yeah, gas fountain. Yeah, gas fountain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, gas fountain sounds dangerous. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so obviously the gym's not going to be your home for the night if you storm out angrily. Mm-hmm. I uh, turn around and yell after a while, I go, must we breach more? We must. The only other thing I could think of doing here is in- investigating that uh, puddle on the ground that has dried up, but otherwise I'm ready to go. This is- investigate a puddle? You? No, no, no. Let's investigate this puddle properly with me there. <laughs> <laughs> back in all right i did kill the puddle mm. the power of friendship technically killed it interesting can we discern <laughs> anything about the puddle um roll senses i guess cool seven seven is a failure no. you, to you it's just a slightly like darkened yellow semi-solid blob fergus is immediately uh, annoyed with Seth. Why did you bring me here? This is just clearly just your regular yellow puddle. Uh, I got a six on my senses, so I too am convinced that it is just a regular puddle. Yep. There's nothing interesting about it to you. Um, can I use my general affinity with nature while doing this? Uh, yes. So senses plus that. Cool. So I got uh, eight. Okay, eight is a questionable success. So you find something interesting about it. Uh, you find that it is uh, slightly charged with like a just a, a strange frequency of like electrical energy that you're not very familiar with. So it's not like lightning energy, which I would be familiar with. That's right. It's, it's just like it's static electricity on just like a different level from what you're used to. Okay. Like something that's spent a long time in a different environment from yours. Hmm. Okay. But you got a questionable success, so something bad has to happen. <laughs> right. Um, I'd just say that while investigating, you get really close and you like trip and fall in it and you like squish your face. Yum. It, and you get, yeah, you get some on your tongue for sure. I, I like, you know, it gets on my tongue and I notice that it gets on my tongue. But I'm also just like a little bit curious as to what it tastes like so i i do notice it get in my mouth and i don't stop that in any way and i taste it to see what it tastes like feed joe is wow mm. mm. okay. okay it is the season Delicious. <laughs> well that was the puddle guys i'm glad you enjoyed it Zeph, shall we return to your shack uh, <laughs> and make preparations for tomorrow. I cannot be seen at home like this. 
I look, pull out my father's melted sword, uh, and I had to solve this before I go home. I mean, yeah, okay, that sounds good. We'll go back to my place. Uh, it's not really a shack, but uh, <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> Modest pedant, peasant dwellings. Uh, Fergus right. just assumes that the lower class is very ironic. Um. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you you get back to Zef's place um, without much incident. Uh, you don't. You find it quite strange. You don't notice any other like groups out. You know, you don't notice any groups of breach hunters or any like cleanup crews of guards or anything like that. Um, you do notice a few strange beasts and creatures around that have already been felled, though. So like the aftermath of various hunts in one part of town you find some uh, like lizards that have been cut open and they've got like orange blood all around them and you find like a few sort of frisbee like things on the ground scattered and like some of them are broken and they're, they're just like are they frisbees they they appeared like they would be frisbees <laughs> so you gave that the enthusiasm of a dog <laughs> please tell me they're frisbees are they, fris- are they my frisbees <laughs> Throw, throw. Okay, fetch, fetch. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's like the whole city is just a dead zone. Just there's no activity. Mm. Um, what what time is this at the moment? Let's say midnight ish, one ish. Mm, cool. Um, and what like did any of the fights that we walked past look like they went badly for people that weren't like the lizards? You know, for the other bridge hunters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you, you, you notice, you didn't notice any bodies of Cumulus, uh-huh. um, just every now and then like a, a broken shield or like a broken dagger or weapon or something mm-hmm. or spear, mm-hmm. but yeah, no signs of casualties. Yeah. Cool. No signs of casualties. I'll <laughs> emphasize. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were eaten. Holy what? Were the, just a question, were the bot, like the wounds on the creatures? Were they all from the same type of weapon, or were they from like a mixture of weapons? Like they were, the beasts themselves were killed by bridge hunters. Yeah, well, they the lizards that you saw, um, they looked like they'd all been cut open by blades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you saw like one of the frisbees had like a crossbow bolt in it, and around town, different scenes had sort of different types of signs of damage. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. And in a few places, there were, like, cracked building walls and stuff like that. How do the places look around my home? Like, is there any damage to the homes and stuff like that around town? Uh, not that you notice, no. Your your home looks relatively uh, untouched. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, when we get home, I want to make tea for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a bond roll, I guess, if you're, like, yeah. trying to impress them with the tea or trying to... I want to I wanna rejuvenate make, everyone, you know? Get some, yeah, make the tea a positive experience for everyone before they go to bed. You know, like it's it's green tea, it's got antioxidants in it, you know, it makes you feel good. Yeah, so you can either go precision if you're trying to get like the perfect mix of tea or like bond if you're trying to make a good tea for a person to enjoy. I think bond is what I want to go for. Um, Do you have tea making as a skill you can add? No, but could I add... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, could I add religion? Because lots of religions have tea ceremonies. It's part of the water cycle, though. It's it's a liquid. Hear me out here. <laughs> We're gonna ingest it. It's gonna go through us. It's the water cycle. 
It's all a part of Skyontology is sitting down and talking about our problems so that we can hoard them and use them for later on to blackmail you so you never leave. I mean... I was going to say you're really stretching that skill, but um, you were able to bullshit enough about it that I'll allow it. Yes! Anyone who's able to like do a long enough bullshit spiel about why I should allow something, I'm probably going to allow it. Oh, this is my special power of bullshitting, actually. Um, okay, so... F- Okay, cool. So I rolled four, and then it's plus two bond, so that's six, and then plus my religion is plus two, so a eight. 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 Okay. Questionable success. Uh, you make a good cup of tea that everyone will enjoy. Um, the problem is it keeps you all up a little bit too late <laughs> drinking it, because it's so good, so enjoyable that you just, like, you all cherish it as you drink, and... Um, you event when you do eventually go to sleep it's quite late and you wake up tired mm. so you're groggy in the morning <laughs> we spent the night listening to my favorite band uh rowdy cloudy days um i think fergus spent the night quite uncomfortable i think this is the first time fergus has ever like slept outside of like the big house you know like that type of thing so i think he's very uncomfortable yeah. um, i would argue i'd argue he probably didn't sleep at all Okay. Arca sleeps on top of Zef, like as a pillow. <laughs> just... And I'm just there sort of up all night, like eyeing them with like a mixture of like contempt <laughs> and jealousy and anger and like, ugh. <laughs> Zef's a big thanky boy, so I'm just like curled up on him. <laughs> Zef's just thankful. This is the most people that have been back in bed since my three uncles and dad all died. <laughs> Usually it's just mum and I sharing the bed, but now I've got friends there. Um, wow. I think Fergus right, in the morning is going to, um, he's going to think about it like a lot. Uh, and he's going to try to make a tea, uh, just like, uh, Arcus did just before they wake up to, to give to them in the morning to prove that he can do friendship too. Uh, okay. Make a bond roll <laughs> and add any tea making related skills. I have upper class, which might imply that I do have some tea knowledge. Yeah, you'll, you'll have some uh, tea room training. Yeah, great. I got a 12. Ooh, okay. Um, and I haven't added anything to it yet. Um, my bond is actually three, and my upper class is two, so that's 17 for a cup of tea. 17, that is a tremendous success. You couldn't possibly do any better. You make the best cup of tea anyone in this realm has had in a very, very long time. And you all feel rejuvenated. Nice. The tiredness from Arcus's keeping you up late is gone. <laughs> um, this, is the water, yeah, this is a watershed moment for Fergus. I think he gives someone a cup of tea and actually for the first time makes another human being happy. You know, he's never done that before. So, you know, this is for him. It's like you a purpose and you realize you're perfectly suited to the hospitality industry. Yeah, I'm like, I'm shocked <laughs> and we're sort of revelated. I'm like, wow, I guess I can do friendship. I have skills. Hey, can you guys tell me how great my tea was? I just want to hear it. Wow, this is the best tea I've ever had, ever. This is this is incredible. Well done, Fergus. Well done, Fergus. Yummy, yummy, yummy. This tea tastes good in my tummy. No one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> you you have worth. I throw my like hood over my my face and storm out the door for another brooding. <laughs> a brief, a brief sort of like. Into 15 minute brew to cool off and cry under my hood. Feeling good, feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like big stormy eyes because I'm upset. Like, 
but I'm like smiling and I'm like, what is this expression? <laughs> um, speaking of your appearances, um, Arka, something that we f- I forgot to bring up with you uh, in uh, last week's session is that um, so in Ison, Arcus has a lot of fun each day changing their cloudy appearance to include a hat of some variety. Do you do this in this realm? Do you know, I was looking through the um, Discord today to look at all the hats that people have, <laughs> have suggested for Arcus, and I was just being like, oh, I can't do the hats here <laughs> because <laughs> we had been doing hats, but I, I could. Um, yeah, right, okay, another day, another breach into the breach. I, I fashion my my cloud head into an updo of a like a, a captain's hat. With a big uh, nice. cloudy feather. Okay, captain's hat with a cloudy feather. Write that down because I will forget. <laughs> I mean, we'll change it daily though, right? Yeah, but I mean, who knows what's going to happen this day. That's true. You're right. Speaking of who knows what will happen this day, uh, as you are chilling in the aftermath of this amazing cup of tea from Fergus, there is a very loud thumping at the door. I'm hoping that's not mum. I'm hoping that's not dad. I'm hoping that I don't have to answer the door. Um, Fine, I'll get it. I, before, uh, I want to, I want to shadow magic hide somehow. Is there any, I mean, it's morning. Is there anywhere where there's like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, there'll be shadows in like corners of rooms and things yeah. where like light casts the shadow past a couch and things like yeah, that. Yeah, cool. Is there like a like a sink type thing? Uh, well, without liquid being very prevalent in the realm, Probably it's not. hard to yeah. say. But for the sake for the sake of arg- mechanic arguments, sure, there's the equ- this world's equivalent of a sink. Yeah, cool. Um, I want to magically transport myself into the sinkhole, like into the shadow of the. To the shadow dimension of the the, the sinkhole. Like, <laughs> okay. Here's what we Trans- need to ask yourself Steph, though. Do you have a garbage disposal? <sighs> <laughs> I, I think Fergus wouldn't consider yeah. that. I think he's. I think he might just try. It. I think I'm. I think yeah. Okay, that's terrifying. Uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so could I roll my brains and my dark arts for this? Uh, yes, either brains or agility, since you're trying to do this, like, quickly and zap yourself into a tiny hole. Yeah, cool. I feel like it probably would be agility, right? Because I'm reacting to the door, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. And I will use my wand, though. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a 15. I just got a 15. You're rolling hot, yeah. You reactively wave your dad's sky snake wand and whisper some kind of dark incantation, and then your two companions see you just turn into like a, a like a long string bean of a dark cloud and just zip into the sinkhole. You can open the door now. Yeah, there's another loud thump at the door again. Oh, okay. I, I grab my two axes from the axe rack next to the door. And I open the door. Uh, you see, standing in the doorway, a guard of the Royal Keep. Very obvious in their Royal Keep uniform um, that you will have seen many, many times. Um, and you probably know this person as well if you've been hanging around Arcus your whole life. And that he, or that he or they, just shoulder you out the way and walk into the room. 
Oh, like, do you uh, try and oppose that? Yeah, I do. I I try to like block the doorway with myself and my two axes. Okay, um, that sounds like an opposed action. So he is just going to try and barge, and he's going to get a plus four on this. Oof. He's got a ten total. Oh no! Okay, uh, I rolled a three plus three. I'm dual wielding and I'm trying to protect others. Can I use both skills or just one? Just just one skill, whichever is most appropriate. Protection of others. Uh, so that's. Three plus three plus three, that's nine. Okay, so um, he succeeds, uh, although questionably. So he manages to barge you out the way and into the room, but he momentarily spin, like, spins around because you stopped him just enough. So all he's seen so far is you. He hasn't seen Arcus, and he definitely isn't going to see Fergus because he's not going to look in the sink. And, and so, when he spins, he looks ridiculous. Ha ha ha. So Arcus, is there something that you would do, recognizing this guard coming in t- who comes into the room, but then having that split second moment where they haven't noticed you yet? Um, so I know who this guard is. Do I know why he's here? Is he here to take me away? Is that what's happening? You don't know. You don't know why a guard who's familiar to, to you has knocked on Zeph's door. Okay, well, I'm gonna use my hug. Hugging. <laughs> Look, to to. Could I also use my like bond through that maybe? Because he will know me. Because uh, yeah. I'm a noble, and because he shouldn't treat me badly, I am in charge. Okay. Yeah. So you want to try and. Like, manipulate him using bond and a hug. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, um, Zeph and Arcus and Fergus, um, you can all collaborate on this. Who Who is this guard? But Paul Simon. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a guard called Paul Simon who has worked for the royal family his entire life. He was born and raised into the service and um, has been a very loyal guard uh, his entire life. He, he is on, truthful and honorable, and you know that um, he's not up to any shady dealings, and nor is he corrupted in any way. Nice. So all, he, all he does is for the good of the royal family. All right, cool, yeah. So I, okay. I, I hug him and, and with my bond and I'm like, Paul Simon, my my favorite guard. And I'm rolling a 10 plus bond 12 plus hug 13. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a success at whatever you were trying to do. Uh, calm him down and... To, to to start on friendly terms so it wasn't about to get into an altercation. He just shoved my friend out of the way. I don't want it to be like a mean, angry discussion. Okay. Uh, hello, what are you doing yeah. here? How can I help? What's going on? Okay, yeah, so the, the hug from behind that you launch at him um, <laughs> does oh, actually no. start, it startles him a little bit, but then uh, he realizes very quickly that, you know, um, what your intention is. And when you let go, you actually notice that he is looking very ragged. Uh, he's clearly been out all night, probably 
breach hunting like yourself or at least like protecting others who were uh, his his blade that he carries on his back is dripping on the floor like a, a purple liquid and he's covered in like all sorts of scraps uh, scratches and scrapes and he just says oh uh lord lord arcus um oh, I, I didn't want to believe the rumors but a few people said that they saw you last night in in the breach epicenter with stable boy here and and lord squalor wherever he is i'm i don't know if he's still with you or not but you should not be here this is much too dangerous please let, let me escort you back to to your family uh, they'll be worried sick about you zeph is trying to clean up that purple puddle from the floor like immediately swooping in there his mum doesn't need to worry about that <laughs> He looks down. He notices you doing that and says, "Oh, oh uh, yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Just yet, yet another uh, down downside to last night's events. Do you know the location of of Lord Squalor?" Um, you know, actually, uh, we don't. But we we think we might be able to find him later on. So I think it would be helpful. If we stay out in the breach, because we need to be uh, looking for him to try and help bring him back. And actually, you know, we fought earlier, and it maybe it's just because I'm of noble blood. I'm not sure if you'd understand, but uh, it seemed pretty easy, actually. And you know what it's like. You know, you just want to you just want to prove that you're like you can you can hold your own. So thank you, but no, thank you. Okay, that's a bond roll to convince him. It could technically be multiple. First to deceive him about Fergus, uh, <laughs> and then second to convince him of your capabilities and um, your need to not be protected. But um, yeah, we'll go for just one of just convincing him that he's wrong and he needs to leave you alone. Okay. I'd, I'd like to help with this sort of intimidation because I was down on the ground cleaning up the purple goo. I'd like to kind of stand up almost between Arcus and the guard just so that he's well aware or or that he's being flanked even okay uh yeah uh, with with that uh, I will allow Arcus a plus two to your bond roll to convince him to bugger off okay well I rolled a seven and then my bond is two so nine eleven with the plus two that scrapes in as a success yes he, he looks back and forward between you and Zeph, because um, without Zeph, that would have been questionable. It's always questionable without Zeph. Uh, okay, if, if you survived last night on your own, please, please make sure you, you take great care. I, I'm going to tell your parents where you are and what you've been, what you've been doing, but I will advise them that I... It's in my best belief that that you are capable. Cool. That you know what, Paul Simon, you're the cloud person. I I make a bubbling sound from the sink as a. I want to try to lure the guard over. No. I want, to, I want okay. Paul oh, Simon oh. to come to the sink. I want to like bubble, like to. Okay. Something aberrant. Use. Use dark magic and bond, cool. and he will. <laughs> and he's not going to roll against this. I just want to see if you I succeed on your own. All up, all up. Okay, yeah, questionable success. So you make a strange enough bubbling sound from the sink that he says, 
what what was that? Did you hear that? Uh, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I want to push him out the door. It it def it no, no. it Lord Arcus. It, it, I'm trying to protect you. It definitely came from over here, and he starts to wander very tentative, tentatively, like a Scooby Doo sneak, over towards the kitchen area. Pipe double all the time. You know, you know what they say about the stable boy and stable men. They live in unstable housing conditions. Um, hearing that he's going to report us to, um, you know, the, the, uh, Argus's royal family. Um, Fergus is going to be absolutely terrified. And obviously, what Fergus would do in the situation is try to uh, dark. But you're not found out yet, huh? You have not been found out yet. But the rumors um, are there. Your success, yeah. Your success was questionable. So um, he, when he does make it over to the kitchen sink, uh-huh. he definitely notices that what's happening in the sink is something of like a abnormal magical nature. Yeah, cool, cool. And what's an what's an item of yours, a distinguishable item of yours that you have left out of the sink? Um, I have written here dark magic books, but I kind of misread it as dark magic boots. So maybe I've got like a pair of uh, like my classic family signature pair of, of, of traveling boots with like my, my family okay. thing signal on the back. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, he wanders over to the sink. He inspects it a little bit and then he turns back towards Arcus and Zeph and he notices that by the door are these two black boots. Yeah, just as he realizes, I'm going to try to magically swap dark magically swap positions with the guard so the guard is in the sink <laughs> and i'm no longer in the sink now that he's close enough okay you can try this with a minus three well i think get a tremendous success in getting in there so does that make a you know maybe that's a key part of the spell yeah but you know? the magic of getting yourself out and getting someone else in it's gonna be pretty tricky yeah cool um, what an absurd chain of events uh, I got a 6 okay failure so you just try to do this and nothing happens cool can I make, can I can I, I may as well spurt out at this point because you figured out I'm there you know yep I, okay I, you just do you just yeah I like and sort of like spray like the little dark bits like stack up onto each, top of each other and I'm like there like oh whoopsies <laughs> I go <laughs> I go, oh, oh, yay. We found him. Lord Lord Squalor, uh, it's quite unconventional magics you are using these days. Uh, your family is teaching you some strange things. Oh, no, that's actually what what you saw there was actually, well, one, for instance, the fact that you know anything about my family's magic is absolutely uh, absurd that you think that uh, you would have access to even understand the type of magic my family used and yes that did look evil but that was just a dark magic infestation of the sink itself I was actually in there fighting a, a dark magic uh, creature completely completely not to do with the breach just doing some magical plumbing as a good service to my fellows so Sergeant Paul Simon I think I would, cons- I would reconsider the accusation that you are making. I'd like to use my menace and my bond skill. Yeah. Okay. Add bond if you want. I was just going to go with it. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I got a, 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 a 
11. Okay, yeah, success. He says he, he reels back in disgust at himself. He just says, Lord Squalor, I, 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 I'm terribly sorry. I didn't mean to insult uh, the, your honor or, or the honor of, of your of your uh, your family or station. Uh, Lord Arcus, uh, Lord, Lord Squalor, uh, stable boy person, um, I, I bid you safe travels. Uh, please do take care of yourself. And he gives like a very stiff at attention salute. P.S. One more thing. Uh, yes, do, stable boy. Do, do you mind if I refer to you as P.S. from now on? Thanks, Paul Simon. Quiet, stable boy. Lord, Lord, yeah, Lords, the company you keep is is very odd. I'm, and so, I'm turns, sorry, Simon, Paul. He, he turns heel and marches out. Paul Simon, great guy. So what do you three plan on doing today breach wise um would do you plan on revisiting the university or visiting one of the other two locations or both of the locations i mean you've got a whole day of the that were breach sites last night or would you sort of put your minds together and think about other areas around the city where um there might possibly be some activity or some some fun things to discover well, whatever we do, we have to leave here because Paul Simon's going to tell my parents that that's where we are. Yeah, you probably can't return here. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> it's just get a new home. Just don't be poor. Okay, okay I'll talk to mum about that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Maybe I'll find some uh, m- money or raindrops in the breaches tonight, I guess. Hey, look, another peasant family might be completely obliterated. And then you can just take their home, you know. And then it's already finished. So, thanks for that, Arcus. Yeah, I I hope your parents don't come and get you <laughs> when you're over at a, like a sleepover and things <laughs> turn take a turn. And you're like, Mom, <laughs> can you pick me up, please? <laughs> and they're like, No. <laughs> You said you would commit to the night, so you have to stay there. So into the breach we go. What else do we want to do? What 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 were the other places? Because I remember the university because yep. we went there, but I don't remember the other ones because we didn't go yep. to them. So the the town crier, swiftly human guy. Um, he so the options he gave you all last night were the university, a um, uh, construction zone in the east district, which Fergus said his family owns and oh and the central south bazaar which is like a long outdoor mall like surrounded by tall walls but i've also got three more locations that if you decide instead to put your heads together and explore uh you could do so i kind of want to go to the bazaar though yeah the bazaar sounds good fergus could use some retail therapy uh, I think probably Fergus, you know, got his first taste of friendship just before, and he's fairly certain that he's about to be the son. So he's like, <laughs> yeah, I could use a makeover, actually. Like, I want to go shopping. Like, I want a new look. I feel new. I feel different. I feel upset, but in a good way. Yeah. Makeovers is a big part of um, any sleepover. you got to have makeover time. Fergus says sleepover. Yes. Makeover. Sleepover. I always wondered where the over came from. That's not under. It's not a sleep under. That's very different. <laughs> right? Ah, yes, a sleep through. <laughs> sleep inside. Um, okay. Uh, let's, yeah, so let's go to the bazaar. Um, do we have any, like, I mean, I feel like 
we would have money, some of us. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Fergus carries around like small change, but that's like probably like five hundred dollars or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, you would all know that the the Central South Bazaar is in the um, the epicenter, mm-hmm. which has been evacuated. So it is ninety nine percent not going to be working. Like, open for business uh-huh. can we loot things though oh you most definitely can uh-huh. <laughs> you can do whatever you want uh-huh. okay if you're all sold on the bazaar uh-huh. we'll um jump to it tea more tea hiding in a sink this story has everything this is the top shelf rpg content you've come to expect from the fate of ice and podcast next time they're going to head to the Central South Bazaar to see if any more Breach Beasties await them. Yippee! We couldn't make the show without the love and support from our listeners, for one, but also from our Patreon supporters. That's right, if you head over to patreon.com slash for as little as a dollar a month, you could help us make this show a reality like the following people. Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Aaron Kuchel, Laura Christine Goodwin, and James Blyser from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Sajah Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Melzergill, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydron Fellows, Lauren Flake, Kydela, Rihanna Kavalsic, Kevin Swift from the Dice Copy, and Edwards Victorian, Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickers from the Happy Go Lucky, blah, 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 blah. Victorian Gavin Porter. I'm just, I'm not cutting any of this. Kevin Swift from the Dice Cut, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Litkites, Andrew Evans, and Emily Holman from the Grow Out of It Podcast. That was not a good run, Brad. You can do better. You can do better. Anyway, those people are awesome. And we appreciate them all. You can become one of them if you're not one already. If you are one already, hi. Hi again. This is getting weird now. Um, uh, if you don't want to become a supporter on Patreon, that's absolutely fine. You can support us in other ways, like giving us nice reviews in public where people can read them, like on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Podchaser, and uh, the places. Um, yeah, those all help us grow and um, get out to more ears, so more people can hear about the tea and hiding in sinks. And Sergeant Paul Simon, who is probably going to become a fan favorite. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm DM Brad. We will see you next time for more of whatever this is. Bye! Hey there, it's your old friend Dr. Discord from A Necessary Evil Podcast. And if you're like me, you know there just simply aren't enough hours in the day to get everything done. So I always take time to go to necropoticon.com, discover some shows I may have been missing out on, or to check out the cast and crew photos and bios of the shows I already love. There's even a link to join the Discord where you can talk to not only us, but also other fans. How amazing is that? It's all at necropoticon.com. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.